Hey guys, and welcome back to a, another episode. I am so excited that you guys would take time out of your day to come and join me on my channel. And if you didn't know, we've been in a series called Steadfast for a little while. And I wanna take a step away from that before I dive in and just give you a few updates on things that have been going on and things that I want you guys to be paying attention to, looking out for, and just be excited with me for, right? So this last weekend, I had the opportunity to go and um, kind of fulfill a lifelong dream of mine. And I got the chance to sit down uh, with a couple of authors and, and really hash through the rough manuscript of my new book. And it should be about four months until the editors get the chance to finish and then it comes back to me and I make some changes and then it goes back to the editors. But I want you guys to be on the lookout for it. It's actually gonna be called the Underdog Anthem because I believe everybody loves a good underdog story. If you look at Rocky or Star Wars or any great movie, uh, there's an underdog theme to it. And I believe everybody has an underdog story. Everybody's had a moment in their life where they felt like that they're not good enough, like they could never live up to who they're expected to become or their responsibilities are too much. And so everybody has had a time in their life where they've had kind of that underdog um, moment. Right, and so it takes you through my story when I was at my most broken, when I was when I felt like I could never be enough, depression, suicidal thoughts, and then to where I am today. So I hope that you guys would would get some benefit out there out of that. My hope is not that it's just um, inspiration, but it's also a practical toolkit for progression for you guys' lives. And so um, if you consume podcasts on my podcast called Climate, um, we actually have dived through a series called um, How to Have Deep and Meaningful Relationships. And it is solely based in how we can grow as people because I think in today's society, we have had this tendency to maybe move away from our relationships and, and have this surface level news, weather, and sports thing kind of going on. And what I want to provide you guys with is some of the techniques that have helped me to build deep relationships really fast. And so I want to encourage you guys go and check that out. Join us on the podcast, Climate with Josh Laughter. And then in unison with my book, I'm actually going to start releasing uh, interviews. And they're going to be called The Underdog Interview because I've been blessed to know some amazing people who have taken their life from very broken to very successful. One of my mentors started his company with $65.38 and now he is a multi-millionaire. He is successful financially, physically, spiritually, emotionally, relationally. He's very well-rounded, super blessed to call him a friend and a mentor to me. And so we're going to interview him. These are going to be called underdog interviews so that we can take a look at what people have done in their lives to take them from point A, broken and, and feeling like they're not good enough, to point B, where they feel um, successful and they have achieved some really amazing things in their life. And so I hope you guys will join us for that. And then I also am excited because we are going to be diving into the second part of a series called Steadfast. And this is actually one of my focuses for this year is how can I actually be steadfast? Like if I make a commitment to something, how can I stay committed to it? Because I heard that the definition of success, I heard this and I really loved it. And it said the definition of success is somebody who 
does what they said that they're going to do long after the feeling that they set it in has left them. And so I want to encourage you guys with that. What a powerful statement. How often do we make a commitment and then after a short while we no longer feel like it and so we let it go. And I'm a firm believer we need to let our yes be yes and our no be no. So the first part of that series was be unmovable. This part is actually going to be called be unoffendable. And what a great, great lesson for today's culture because if you're anything like me and you look out to the news media, you look out to the college campuses, you look out to the things going on in our culture, we are very offendable as people. And one of the things that I hope that we can learn from today is a few practical lessons that can help us move from being um, easily offended or, or maybe we're just offended sometimes or maybe we can just learn a few extra steps to being unoffendable because if we're going to be steadfast towards our goal, we are going to have naysayers. We're going to have people who try to tear us down, whether out of jealousy or whether out of fear or, or whatever that is. Maybe it's competition, right? And so we're going to have people who are trying to diminish what we're putting out there. And it's going to be easy to be offended if we're not intentional. And the first lesson that I want to break down for us today is don't speak frustrations until you're out of the situations, right? Don't speak your frustrations until you've left the situations. And I mean, sometimes when we're in a situation, we've been offended, frustrated, hurt. Um, somebody has, has hit an insecurity or damaged our pride and we start to flare up a little bit. And if we speak to it in that situation, we sometimes make a fool of ourselves. I know many times in my life I have um, said something out of context and I have offended somebody in return. Like I felt offended, right? And out of context, I took what they said and then I lashed out and then I looked really, really dumb. And I know there have been times in my life where I felt hungry, I felt tired, I have felt anxious, depressed, I've been frustrated, I've been exhausted from a long day's work, and I've received things the wrong way. And so the three questions we wanna ask when we leave a situation, because we don't wanna speak about our frustrations as soon as they happen, we wanna take a moment to process, take a moment to say, did this go the way I think it went and ask ourselves, where's my heart in this? Where is their heart in this? And is what they're saying valid? Is what they're doing valid? One of the key things that I've learned in my life to be unoffendable is to wait until I'm outside of the context and ask myself, am I frustrated because of me or am I frustrated because of them? Are they frustrated because of me? Maybe they have something against me or maybe I directly stepped on their toes or maybe I did something that caused them to lash out in that way, right? And so what we have to do is wait to remove ourselves from the situation. I know in one time, me and my wife, we worked together and uh, I was in the office, our boss came in and my wife made a joke and I took the joke like, what in the world, why would you say that about me, right? And, and so I left the situation and I started to stew on it a little. And I got in the car and we're driving home and I start thinking, why in the world would she say that, you know? And, and, and I get to the house and I'm making dinner and I think, what? 
I can't believe that she said that. I'm starting to get really frustrated, right? So I know that this might be something I actually want to address. And so that night we're laying in bed and I think about it a third time. And so my rule is if I think of it three times out of a context, I want to speak on it. And so I rolled over and I just said, hey, hey, sweetie, this, this happened earlier today. And it really bothered me. Like it, it got under my skin and it hurt my feelings. And then it's, it turned out that I had just taken everything completely out of context. So one of the other things that we want to um, apply as a lesson in our life is how we view other people. And what I mean by this is a quote really stuck out to me and it said, there for but the grace of God go I. And it's a very important quote because it's basically saying that if I was in their shoes, I would do the same thing. And, and a lot of people push back when I say this and they start to think, no, I wouldn't do that. I, I, I would act differently. I would have different disciplines. I would treat people in a better way. And the truth is that if you had their mindset, if you had their upbringing, their experiences, you had been put through the things that they had been put through with their same emotional temperament, that you would do the same things that they do. And so when somebody offends you, it's really easy to have grace for them when you look at it and you say, man, therefore, but the grace of God go I. And so we want to be very intentional about acknowledging in other people that we could very easily have been in their same situation. And so we want to, with grace, we want to, with love, with compassion, see that offense and ask ourselves if it's something that's worth addressing. Because I don't want us to think that being unoffendable means that we're a rug for people to just walk over in their lives and that we should just sit there and never say anything. The truth is, being unoffendable, you still approach things that hurt your feelings, you still have um, conversations about things that frustrate you, but you do it out of a place in, of love and compassion, a place that wants to better the relationship instead of out of a place of frustration and resentment, right? And so we want to be very intentional about the way that we're having some of these really meaningful conversations. And so I want to encourage you guys with the fact that whenever somebody offends you, the likelihood is that they have offended you because of something going on in their life, because of something they've experienced, something they've, they've gone through that's caused them to act that way. And it's easy to say if we were in their shoes, we would handle it different, but the truth is we more than likely wouldn't. And, and so we've got to show people grace. We've got to show people grace when they've offended us and let it just kind of roll off our back like water off the back of a duck and just say, hey, is it even worth it? And most of the time, most of the time the answer is no. Most of the time when we actually look at the situation, the answer is, no, I could probably just let it go. I could probably just let it go. And the third thing I want us to remember is that we have just as often offended other people as we are offended. And so we've got to remember like, man, I have messed up. I have hurt people's feelings. I have um, said things that I wish I hadn't said. I had lashed out in ways I wish I hadn't lashed out. In my own insecurities, I've allowed myself to grow frustrated with people or grow jealous of people that have caused offenses. And so I've done the same thing that this other person is doing to me. And so again, it should put you in an attitude of grace. It should put you in an attitude of, wow, I want to I want to acknowledge that this person is who they are and that I've done the same thing and so I can handle it with betterment of the relationship in mind. 
with betterment of the relationship in mind. And so what I wanna encourage you guys with the very last thing is that to be steadfast means to be unmovable, means to be unoffendable. And when we keep our goal in mind, we can ask ourselves the question, does this matter for the direction that I'm going? The offense that occurred, the, the frustration, the action, whatever it is, does it matter for the direction that I'm going? Because a lot of times things happen in our lives and they want to pull us off track and distract us from our focus to come over here and deal with this problem, to come over here and deal with this frustration, to come over here and deal with this action that's got on our nerves. Instead, we can just hone in, be steadfast in our convictions and inside of that, we will be unoffendable because none of this stuff on the sides matter anymore when we're focused on the goal, when we're focused on running our race. And so I want to encourage you guys with that today. I hope that this provides benefit for you. If it is, I want to encourage you go, go ahead and smash the like button. It helps the YouTube algorithm so that we can get the reach out there a little bit more for this lesson because I believe that people need to learn to be un offendable. And if this is your first time, if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and click the subscribe button, click the bell for notifications, because I'm going to be putting out content every single week for you guys to be tuned into for us to have both applicable lessons to our lives, as well as these underdog interviews where we get to see very incredible people who have taken their lives from zero to a hundred and they can kind of line a path out for us of how they got there. And so I want to encourage you guys to join us and remember that we can create an environment in our lives for our lives to thrive.